And really, it's mamish. We went from story to story to story. We started with Rabbi Yehuda, to Rabbi Akiva, and we even had Tornus Rufus, and Ketina Bar Sholem, and Rav Gamda, and Rabbi Yehuda, and Shmuel, just one mice after another mice. Classic, classic Gemaras. It's interesting. The Gemara says, Min shis mili Rabbi Akiva. Rabbi Akiva became a gvir from six things. How wealthy did Rabbi Akiva become? It's an Ovest Rab Nassim. The Ovest Rab Nassim says, Omru, they say, Loi niftar min ha'oylon, achahoyu loi shulchanoi shal kasev v'shalzav. By the time Rabbi Akiva passed away, you should know he had tables that were made of silver and gold. He would have to go up a sulam to get his beds, Rabbi Akiva, and the sulam, the ladder that he had, was also made of gold. And then the Avastar Abnasan tells a beautiful postscript. His wife went out with a cardamom and with an ir shalzav. Rabbi Akiva had promised his wife in the beginning of the daft that one day, if I'm going to make money, I'm going to buy you something. You know, I'm going to buy you. I'm going to buy you an ir shalzav. And the Avastar Abnasan says, He bought her the ir shalzav. The MS is, it's a Gemara. It's a Talmud Bavli. It's a Gemara Masech the Shabbos, Daf Nun Test. The Gemara over there is in Perik by Isha Yoitza. And we know that Medina the Gemara, even though it's not Allah Chalamaisa, but Medina the Gemara, a woman is not allowed to walk outside on Shabbos wearing jewelry. Why? Because we're afraid she's going to see her friend, Nashim Daik. In college, and say, Oh, look at my nice piece of jewelry. They're going to carry it down and just like we don't below Shaifa, Rosh Hashanah, but Shabbos, a woman doesn't wear jewelry on Shabbos either. So the Gemara goes through different things she could wear, things she can't wear. One thing she can't wear, she can't wear an ear shells up. So the Gemara says in Shabbos, Nun Testament Aleph, it's the last line, might be ear shells up, Vasudah ear shells up, Rabbi Barbarchanam, Rabbi Yochanan, it's Rabbi Chanan, said the name Rabbi Yochanan, Yerushalayim did the Hava, it's Yerushalayim that's made of gold, Kedah Oved lay Rabbi Akiva Ledevisu. Like Rabbi Akiva made for his wife. So it's a Mafurish Gemara. The Gemara says that he made it for his wife. Now it's interesting. If you look at Rashi, Rashi says right there, Shabbos Nun Tesamid Beis, Kedah Ovalei Rabbi Akiva Ledevisu, the Mesechtis Nidorim Dafnun Amir Aleph. And everybody asks, it's not true. The Gemara doesn't say that he made it for his wife. What does the Gemara say? He said, Iyavoyeli, I'm going to make it for your wife. It's not Mafurish in the Gemara. Oh, but the Terrace is Pashat. The Terrace is if Rabbi Akiva said that if I have the money, I'll make it for you. That obviously it happened. Because that's also Mephurish in the Dharm Dafnun Amad Aleph. That Mephurish Dvarim is Asa Rabbi Akiva. So Rashi doesn't just mean the first part of Nidharim Dafnun Amad Aleph. He means the whole Nidharim Dafnun Amad Aleph. He means Nidharim Dafnun Amad Aleph. Rabbi Akiva said, if I have the means, if I can afford it, I'm going to buy Yerushalayim to Dahava. And then he means the next part of Nidharim Dafnun Amad Aleph. Where the Gemara says he taka had it, no, it's he was going to give it. So it's not just the first part of Nidharim Dafnun Amad Aleph. It's the first part of Nunam and Aleph, it's the second part of Daf Nunam and Aleph as well. But if you look at the Avastar Rab Nassin, there's a little postscript. So Rikiva's wife, since she would go out with Kardamin, apparently also something very fancy, and with this Irshazav, Talmidov, so the Talmidim told Rabbi Akiva, Rabbi, you know, you're making us look bad. <laughs> you're the Rosh Hashiva. We look very, very bad. So he told them, You have no idea what my wife gave up for Torah, and she deserves this. And Rabbi Akiva defended what he did to his Talmidim. Just to end this with one other interesting thing. We'll speak out a little bit of rage. But this, as in this, and that is, I saw from the Lubavitcher Rebbe, the Babacher Rebbe said that min shis dvarim is asher Rabbi Akiva. So he said that in the Svarim Akdoshim we know that Rabbi Akiva 
had the neshama of Yaakov Avinu. As I state in Arizal, and he said, Remez Ladavar, Akiva is Oisius Yaakov. With an aleph or with a hey, but Akiva is the Oisius Yaakov, and he had the, the name of, and, and Rabbi Akiva was Gilgul Nishmasoi Shal Yaakov Avinu. So he says that the Zoyar Kodesh says that the Ois Vav in Kabbalah is the Ois of Emes. Vav is the Ois of Emes. And he says that's why you find by Yaakov Avinu, whose Mida we know was Emes, Chesed, Gvura, and Emes, you always find the Vav. You say in Shemayna Esrei, Hashem is a Likei Avram, Elikei Yitzchak, Elikei Yaakov. There's a Vav by Yaakov. Hagadol Hagibar Vehanoira. The Svarim say Hagadol is Avram, Gibar is Yitzchak, Vehanoira is Yaakov. So there's a Vav, Velikei Yaakov, and there's a Vav by Vehanoira. And the reason is because Vav is MS, and Yaakov is Midas MS in the world of Kabbalah, and it's for that reason you find the letter Vav that's associated with Yaakov. So Babach Rebbe said that if Rabbi Akiva was Nishmasai, Shal Yaakov Avinu Kimavur Barizal, and the Ois of Yaakov Avinu is Vav. So he said, that's Pshan of Gemara, Yavam Esamachesamabes. The Gemara says, quote, Keman, Kurabi Akiva did What's the oimek in Rabbi Akiva Dairish Vavin? We know he was Dairish Essen Shabbatayra, but he was also Dairish Vavin. And the reason is because on some deep level, there's a shaykhis between the oif Vav and Rabbi Akiva. So he said, that's Pshad and Argamar. Mishisha Dvarim Hesasher Rabbi Akiva. Pashit Rabbi Akiva, there were six things that brought the Ashiris of Rabbi Akiva. But there's an oimek from the Ois Vav is Asher Rabbi Akiva. Because Rabbi Akiva's Ashiris is that he's Nishmasi Shal Yaakov Avinu. And Nishmasi Shal Yaakov Avinu is Makusha with the Ois Vav. The Elike Yaakov. The Hanoira. So it's Mishisha Dvarim is Asher Rabbi Akiva. But just to end with one Ha'ara, and that is, so the Gemara says that Rabbi Akiva showed up after 24 years. So Rabbi Kiva's wife came to greet him. And the Gabayim started pushing. They said, who are you? What are you doing here? So Rabbi Akiva said to them, Leave her. Why? Because everything I have, and everything you have, shalahu, it really belongs to her. This part of the Gemara, incidentally, is Sai here in Adar, and it's also in Ksubis, no steers, it's the same exact Gemara. Shali v'shalachem shalahu. If you look at the Ran, the Ran says, what's the Pshat? What did Rabbi Akiva mean? So he says, quote, Teirasi my Teira, v'teiraschem and your Teira, b'shvilohi. It's all Adankar. Why? Shenosnali eitzel amezel v'erav. Because she was the one who gave me the eitzel to go and become who I am today. And really, it was Mufurish of the Gemara. The Gemara says, Olyonavi came and... He said, my wife just had a baby, I was so poor, we don't even have straw. And it was Rochel, it was Rabbi Akiva's wife who reacted and said, Amrile, she told him, Zilhavi Beirav, I want you to go learn. That part of the Gemara actually does have a little bit of a shinoi in Ksubas Tav Samach Beis. If you look over there, so the Gemara right in the beginning of the story says, Rabbi Akiva Raid ben Kalbos of Uahava, Chazisabarte, Dahavatzniu Maili. Amrile, she told him, Imiktashnolach. If I would get married to you, would you agree to go learn? Yes. She sent him to go learn. So the way it happens seems to be a little bit different. But obviously you have to work it out. But the point is, is in both Gemaras it's clear that it all came from her. She was the one that had this idea for him to go learn. And because it was her idea, she was the one that gave the Eitzah, says Duran. So really it's all... Because of her good advice, that's what he meant when he said, Shaliva Shalachem Shalahu. The truth is, Lulei Divri Aran, you would think 
that pshat in what Rabbi Akiva meant when he said is a little bit more pashid, and it's really based on a Gemara. It's a very, very well-known Gemara. It's in two places in Shas. It's in Soita Daf Chafalaf Amar Aleph, and it's also in the Sechtes Brachis Daf Yud Zayin Amar Aleph. The Gemara over there says, "Hani Noshi, women b'may zachyon." Meaning, what schus do women have? Says the Gemara. It's ba'agra de makrin umasnain bonayu. It's the fact that they. Make sure that their children learn Torah. And they wait for their husbands. Until they come back from base measures. So see Ran. Rashi. Rashi. They put koiches into their children. To bring them to yeshiva. Likroi mikro v'lishnei smishna. Say you can learn mikro and they can learn mishna. He's a young children. It's mikro mishna. I'm not the Gemara yet. This is mikro and mishna. Ben chomish le mikro, ben esel le mishna. Very young children. Not le gavrayu. Umamtino is le baleim. Sheyoitzin le iracheres le moitayro. And they wait for their husbands that go out to an iracheres to learn Torah. So the Gemara says noshi be myzachian. What schus do noshim have? It's the fact that they take care of their young children and they raise them to make sure that they're going to grow up to be finding the light. And grace to Hamidah Chachamim, and it's also they're not on the Gavrayu. Umamtino is lebaleim sheyoitzin leiracheres lumoy toira. If you look at the end of the Gemara, the Gemara says because of what they do, mi loy palgon bahadayu. Don't they have a full chelik in all the toira of their children and all the toira of their husband? It's mavur in the Gemara that a woman who waits for her husband to come back from an iracheres kemin agaviseinu, she's going to be a total shutif in all the toira. There's no one that embodied that more than Rachel Eishas Rabbi Akiva. That she waited 12 years, another 12 years, without even a Shalom Aleichem in between. Because Tzvelov and Tzvelov is Nishfir and Tzvanser. So this Lechayra, Eishas Rabbi Akiva, Rachel is someone that embodied this more than anybody else. And if the Gemara says, Mefurish, in Soita Chafalef, and in Brachas Yud Zayin, Mi Loi Palgan Bahadoi, isn't that a reason that she should be a fartig shutif in all the Torah of her husband? So it's poshit, the Shaliva Shalachem Shalahu. You should know that everything I learned, everything you learned, she has a chalikin. She has a tremendous chalikin. So you have to know a little bit why the Rand didn't learn that way. The Rand says, Toysefes Kenech. The Rand says she's the one that gave the eight, so it's even more than that. Maybe the Lush and Shaliva Shalachem Shalah means everything belongs to her. Not sure. But the bottom line is, is that Luchaira, Alderech Abshat, for sure, this Gemaran. Mufurish and Rashi would be a very, very obvious susha. Then says, this Gemara is a very, very hard Gemara. The Gemara says, Hani Nashi Zachi. What schus do women have? Women have schusin? What schus do they have? What schus could a woman possibly have? Someone says, what do you mean? They take care of their children and they, they wait for their husbands? That's the schus. Everybody asks, and everybody, by the way, is the Pnei Yeshuim, Brachas Tafi Zayin Amar Aleph, the Vilna Goyen in the Sefer Imre Noyen. That's Sefer he wrote on Sechtis Brachas, also in Tafi Zayin Amar Aleph. What do you mean, what schus do women have? Women have mitzvahs, just like men do. Now, they're potter from mitzvah of all the mitzvahs that say she'en as mangaroma. They have the schus of all the loitz that says. So what do you mean hani noshi b'may zachyon? What schus do they have? And there's different pshatim that I said to explain pashi b'shat and what the Gemara means when the Gemara says hani noshi b'may zachyon. But if you look in the Marsha, in the Chdushe Agadis, in Brachas Daf Yudzayin Amar Aleph, the Marsha quotes a, a Yalkut that brings this Gemara of hani noshi b'may zachyon a little different than the way we have it. Marsha. Ubegir says hayalkut. The Gemara's question is, what schos do women have 
to be able to enter Eilam Haba. And the Emma says, those two words, I think, changes the Gemara. It gives it a completely different pun. And it's based on something that we spoke about a lot very recently. And that is the Gemara in the end of Mesach Tisksubis, Daf Kufir Al Fomibes. We spoke about it at the Siam. The Gemara says, Any person that learns Torah, so the Ur of Torah will be Mechayen. The Gemara is talking about Tchias HaMesim. The Gemara is talking about Olam Haba. And the Gemara says, someone that has a connection to Torah, someone that's Mishtamish Ba'ur Torah, or Torah Mechayeyo. But someone that's not Mishtamish Ba'ur Torah, so he doesn't have the Torah to be Mechayim. So the Gemara says, Kibin the Chazit to come So the Gemara says that Rabbi Yochanan was having this, this conversation, and he saw that the, the person he told it to was Bitsar. Meaning, even the Ameyaret, have it right. The beginning of the Gemara was that the Ami Yaretz are Einim Chayim. They're not going to have a Chelik in Olam Haba. Why? Because Kol Meshdamish Bar Torah Torah Mechayev. Chol Shein Meshdamish Bar Torah Einu Torah. So what's going to be with the Ami Yaretz? So the Gemara says you have nothing to worry about because Kol Amasi Bitoy LeTamut Chacham. VaOiseprach Matil Tamid Chachamim. VaAmahanu Tamid Chachamim Nechasov. Malu All of Akasov. That's the way they're going to end up entering Olam Haba. But you see in this Gemara that the only way a person can enter Amud Asi, the only way a person can enter Olam Haba is if he has Or Torah. I mean, you can have all the mitzvahs in the world, but you still need Torah. Without Torah, you can't get it. Now, once you're in, all the mitzvahs that you did, you're going to have a cheshman with. But a person that doesn't have Oira Torah, ain't Oira Torah He has no way of getting into the next world. He has no way of Tchis HaMesim, which Tchis HaMesim and Haba we know are interchangeable. So you have no way of getting into the next world. So the Chayra, according to the Gears of the Yalk, that the Mashor brings the Chayrah, it's not Hami Noshi but Maizachi, what's Chosim do? Of course they have Chosim, but it's what Chosim do they have to enter Amada Asi? You know what the Gemara's question is? I know they have Chosim. Mitzvah Sasei, Shein Azman Gerama, all the Mitzvah say. Of course, they have all the Noshims of Konyas, have all the mitzvahs in the world. But the problem is, it's a Gemara Ksubis Kofir Aleph on base. That Ameo Aretz with all their mitzvahs, Einam Chayim. Because Kola Meshtamish Baritore, Eritore Mechayel. Vichol Shein Meshtamish Baritore, Eritore Mechayel. Someone that doesn't learn Torah doesn't have the Avtach of the Avnei Nezer. That he's gonna, he's Kechet Yof. That he's gonna go flying out on the Arif Bedavar. So what's that person supposed? So, Lechayra, Noshim, they can have all the mitzvahs, but they don't have Torah. So if they don't have Torah, and even if they learn Torah, it's in a mitzvah or a Aaron Cutler's famous mime. So how are Noshim gonna get in? The Teretz is, they have a schelik in the man's Torah. Because they're shutfin with their children. And they're shutfin with their husband. And because of this shutfis that they have, because of the fact that they have a chilek in their Torah, that's why Hanu Noshim by Maizach, I think it's posh, according to the gears of the Yalkut. Based on this Gemara, Ksubas Kofi Yeral from the base, that's the terrace to the plain Yeshua's Kasha. That's the terrace to the Vilnagain's Kasha. But the point is, is that what Rabbi Akiva was saying, Shaliva Shalachem Shalahu, Luchura, in Rabbi Akiva's case, it was very dramatic. She gave him the Eitzah, the way the Ran learns. But Alder Chabshad, I don't think it's Rachik Tishtautzu, these two Gemaras, where it's Mefurish in the Gemara, that really every single woman has a Chelik in her husband's Torah. She's a Shutif. She's a Shutif. And if you just stop for a second and you think about it, right, we're accustomed to thinking. We learn Gemara and we go through Raid. And in the world of Raid, Noshim Apotah from Talmud Torah. Right, man is Chayv in Talmud Torah. Noshim Apotah from the midst of Talmud Torah. It's true 
but it's a great misnomer because it almost sounds like women have no shaykhs to the mitzvah of Talmud Torah. Just like a woman doesn't have shaykhs, so a woman doesn't have Talmud Torah either. It's a toss. It's an incredible, incredible mistake. Noshim apate from Talmud Torah means that they don't have the mitzvah to be the higisa b'yayim of Elayla. But they very much play a role in the mitzvah of Talmud Torah. They have a tremendous, tremendous chilek in Talmud Torah. Albeit from a different perspective. The man's job is to sit and to learn and the woman's job is to be supportive. And the woman's job is is to make sure that the family and, and everything is going well. And when she does that, her role is equal at Shavu B'Shavu to the man's role in the midst of Talmud Torah. The Lashon HaGemar is Milo Yipalgam Ba'adavi. Rabbi Akiva said it so immortally. Shaliva Shalachem Shalom. The emphasis is Mefurish Ramma. It's brought down Shulchan Aruch. The Ramma is in Hilchus Talmud Torah. It's in Reish Mem Vav. Yerdeya. Sivkat Vav. The Ramah brought this in the Shulchan Aruch. The Ramah, his agayis on the Beis Yosef felt this was on the Beis Yosef didn't write, and he should have written. So he adds this line: "Umi kamakan imayzeres lebna ilabayla sheyasku b'tayra chaylekes char b'hadayim." So I'll tell you two dvarim neflam that I saw. The first is from Hagoyin Reb Shloima Fisher Zechitzadik Levracha. And the second is from Hagoyen, Yubadol Chaim, Rav Shloima Arieli Shlita. So Rav Shloima Fisher in his drushes base Yishai. So it's in one of his drushes on Shabbos Hagadol. It's Simon Gimel. So he talks a little bit about this Indian Shaliva Shalochem Shnelohi, and he says something beautiful. He says that we know the kier, the kier was made from the jewelry, from the Maris Hatzoyvois. It was the, the mirrors that the women used to use. So the kier was a keli in the Beis HaMikdash that seemed to have been a donation. It was an adava that came from the women. Rashi brings the Chumash, kier dua. What's the oimik? He says the oimik is because before a koyin did the avoid in the base hamikdash, he had to be mekadesh yod of from the kier. In fact, if he wasn't mekadesh yod of from the kier, it's a it's a very very big problem. The avoid is possible. It's something that's ma'akiv. What's the lesson? The lesson is is that it's true the kaihanim were doing the avoid in the base hamikdash, but at the same time they couldn't just do the avoid by themselves. They needed someone behind them that's being machshir them, that's allowing them to go and do what it is there doing. And who is that? That's their wives. It's the Noshim Tzedkaniyas. So that's the Oymik, that the Kir, which is the Keli, that is Machshur, the Koyen, to be able to do his Avoidah, that came from the Noshim. To show this Indian that uh, an Avoidah, even Avoidahs that women are potter from, but at the same time, they're the ones that are making it happen. He says another beautiful thing. He says that we know that Rishchidesh is a Yontif, but only for the Noshim. It's not a Yontif for the men. What's the Pshat? So he says, because Rishchidesh is like a, a quasi-Yontif. But what's the real tachas of Rishchidosh? It's to make Yontif happen. The Gemara talks about Tikkun Hamayados. That if Rishchidosh would get messed up, you'd have the problem with the Mayados. That's why the Shulchan used to go out and all the Sugis in Rosh Hashanah and the beginning of Be'er, the two days Yontif and etc. etc. And what's it based on? It's based on you need to know what Rishchidosh is because Rishchidosh is what sets the table. It's the Tikkun Hamayados for you to be able to have Yontif. The woman's job is the Tikkun Hamayados. She's the Kiyar. She's naturally Gavrayu. She's the one that's making sure children are going to go learn. And that's why Rishchidosh, which is something that symbolizes something that's necessary and needed in order to be able to fulfill the tachlis. This became the woman's yontif because the woman, her role in many ways represents what the tachlis, what the tayalis of Rishchidosh is. I saw in the Sefer, Rabduni Betapuchen. This is from... So at the end, he has a piece. So he wrote many, many svarim, all called Rabtuni Betapuchem. So this one is called Amuna Vitaira, and he has an arichos 
that he calls Echad Mishmaina Bishminas. So, what's it referring to? It's referring to a, a well known Gemara, Saita Dafheim Rav. The Gemara says, Omrav Chibarashi Omrav, Talmud Chacham, Tzarech Shiehebai, Echad Mishmaina Bishminas. So, the Gemara is talking about how terrible it is to have Gaiva, Toyevas Hashem called Gvalev, me and him can't even be in the same world. But at the same time, Rav, the Amira said that a Talmud Chacham has to have a little bit of Gaiva. How much Gaiva? A Shmoinis Shebishminas. So, over the years, we've said different Shatim. The Vilna Goyen has a famous Pshat where the Goyen said that the Shmoinis Shebishminas is referring to Parshas Vayishlach, which is the eighth Parsha in the Torah. The eighth Pasik in that parasha, which is Katointi Mikola Chasod Mikola Emes, a word that we've said in the past. When we learned Mesechtis Maikatan a little while ago, we spoke at a Dover Nifla from Rabbi Kiva Eger. Rabbi Kiva Eger said, Al Derech the Goyen, very similar to the Goyen, that the Shmoyne Shevashminis is referring to the eighth Pasik in the eighth Perik in Sefer Tehillim. The Pasik over there says, Tam Shileu Yodecha Kulshat Tachas Raglov, in Kulon, Vegam Bahamoysada. In the Gemara, my cotton learns from these Psukim that a person is allowed to be a Balgaiva over Behemoth. Surab Kiveger, who we know was a legendary Onov, said, Dvarim Haruyam, Lamisha Amram. And he said, You want to know what the Shmaina Shabashminis that the Gemara says that Tamachacham is allowed to have? He is allowed to, he should have Gaiva over the Behemoth. Meaning, so could I the Chamina without Rav Sisofa, you have to be an Onov, even by a next door spider. A cat's walking by, there's a squirrel, you have to proud as a Chanivas. No! I'm already. There's nothing that brings out. We spoke to this out. Nothing that brings out the Anova more than this word. It says, You want to know what the Shmaina Shemeshmina is? It's, it's Klappi the squirrel. That's where you'll add a. That's where you'll have Gaiva. So Shloimil Arieli said, Alderich the Goyen that said Shmaina Shemeshmina is the eighth Pasik in the eighth parish in the Torah. And Alderich Rabkiv Eger who said that the Shmaina Shemeshmina is the eighth. Pasik of the eighth parakin sefer tell him. See, he said a dover nifla adlamoid. He says we all know the story of Shmuel. Shmuel Aleph in the beginning. Shmuel has two wives, Chana and Penina. Penina has children. Aganza Shein and Mishpacha, and and Chana doesn't have any children. And it was very very difficult for Chana specifically because Penina used to chepa. She used to rates on Chana. Penina was Shemayim Neschavna, and she used to rates her on all the time. V'chiyasato tzarosa gam kas ba'avur hariimok tisogar Hashem be'adrachma v'chiyasa shano b'shano midei alois nebeis Hashem kein tachiseno v'atifka v'loytoichal. It was so hard for Chana; she was suffering; she was in so much pain. Says the pasuk, "Vayoymelo Alkana Isha." Alkana tells his wife, "Chana." Why are you crying? Why aren't you eating? Why is it so bad? You have me. I'm better than ten sons. I'm better than ten sons? What kind of guy is that? I'm better than ten sons? Elkanah should have been an honor. He should have said, Ver binach. See, he said, He said, a person's supposed to be ba'anova. But he said, when it comes to your shalom bias and it comes to your wife, don't be such an anof. You should let your wife know about your successes. You should let her know how you're steiging. You should let her know what's going on. And you should explain to her. <laughs> I mean, be careful. This hergish, that's not the place to pravanivas. See, he said a dover niflo. He said sefer Shmuel is the eighth sefer in Tanakh. You have the five chamishay chumshay Torah, Yeshua, Shoiftim, Shmuel Aleph. 
This is Perik Aleph Pasuk Ches. It's the eighth Pasuk in Sefer Shmuel. He said the Shmoyne Shebeshminis that the Talmud Chacham should have is Haloy Anoichi Toivlach Me'asarabanim. You should understand that I'm toivloch me'asar abanim. He says that's pshat in the Gemara and brachis taflamadal on the base. Another classic where the Gemara says Rabbi Yochanan and Zakkai's son was sick and and he was davening and nothing. And he went to his Talmud Rabbi Chinnim and Doisa Rabbi Chinnim and Doisa. And one second he had a refu. So Rabbi Yochanan and Zakkai's wife comes to Rabbi Yochanan and he says, "Tell me." He says, "Is is Rabbi Chinnim and Doisa bigger than you? Like, what's the pshat? You were davening and davening and your tefillahs weren't answered. Rabbi Chinnim and Doisa in one second everything worked out." I'm bigger than him. So Shlomo Arieli said, I'm bigger than him. Because he was talking to his wife. And to his wife, don't say Hanin is bigger than me. To your wife, I'm the best thing in the world. In Ruchnius, by the way. But And that's why when it came to life, he said, no, I'm bigger than Rabbi Hanin. That's his Nakuda. But if you look at what he says inside, he adds one knitch. He says that if you're someone that's learning and you're steiging and you're working hard to do the right thing, he said, not only is there an Indian you could, it's the Shmoyner Shabashminis, is a mockim for a little bit of Gaiva, but really you Machuyifto. This is something you have to do. And he says, you know why? Because your wife is your Shutif. She's your Shutif. And you have to disclose Vastutzach and Dangeshaft. If you have a Shutif, you can't hide information from your Shutif. You have to. You have to report earnings. You have to let her know what's going on. And to the extent that you're learning, and to the extent that you're studying, it's something you have an obligation to do. Because shaliv v'shalochem shalohu. And you have to. You have no choice. She's your partner. She's getting half the schar. How do you have a right to withhold this from her? You learned to have kiveheger, you shtaged away, you said a chabura, you made a sim on a masachta, whatever it is. You have to tell her. You explain to her. You should just know, we just finished the masachta. We just said a mayrdiga teretz. We just heard a mayrdiga vart. It's something you have to do. Poshit chashemishpat. It's not menschlich. It's not oiskahalten. Shaliva shalachem shalad. Ramah says she's cholka ispeschar. Based on a mafurish gemara. And based on the shaliva shalachem shalahu. And I've heard that this is something of Shalim Ariel used to tell Yungalai. This was something that was Margul Bapume. He used to tell Yungalai this Indian. He said, This is the Shmoinish of the Shminis that the Tamil Chacham is allowed to have. This hergish of Aloya Noichi Toivlach me Asarabanev comes from a gemara. Brachas Yud Zayin and Saita Chavala. But really it comes and it really traces itself all the way back to the immortal world words of Rabbi Akiva, who the great Rabbi Akiva, the Tairish of Alpeh, which is cool, and I'll leave it to Rabbi Akiva, we always say the hearts of Rabbi Akiva, Rabbi Akiva is 24,000 Talmudim, and then the five Talmudim that gave us everything that we have today, stem this and stem that, everything comes from Rabbi Akiva, Rabbi Akiva himself attributed it to his Eish Eschayel, but that's this Indian, and it's true for every single person in his own marriage, and in his own little world, there's this concept of Shaliva Shalachem Shalach.